0: getting together over a glass of wine and or a glass of cider. And we know a little bit about both around here. And very, very exciting news in both the cider and the wine worlds in that a uh, couple of brands are holding hands in a field of vines and trees. And that's directly from Eden Specialty Ciders, which has announced it is merging with Shelburne Vineyard and Iapetus Wines. And on the line with me to talk about it is uh, one of the founders of Eden, Eleanor Legere. Eleanor, nice to have you with us. Thanks so much for having me, Chris. Well, congratulations on all this. This is a big day and a big announcement. It is. It's been in the works for uh, quite a while, and uh, the team is so
1: excited uh, about the future, and we're um, ready to get going and
0: and do the work, so it's all good. There's more in common with wine and cider than might meet the eye. Tell us about that.
1: Well, fundamentally, they're both um, fermented fruit juice, right? So wine is grape fermented grape juice and Cider is fermented apple juice, and obviously those fruits are different from each other, but the, the fermentation process um, is very similar, and in fact, the choices um, a winemaker, cider maker can, can make during the process are pretty much the same in terms of, do you want to create something that, has, that is sparkling or still, um, you know, do you want it to be more natural or more sort of classic? Um, and so, particularly for cider makers who approach cider making like wine, the, um, it's um, it's very it's 90, 95% the same the same thing. The tanks are the same tanks, all the equipment's the same, all of that.
0: So it really it it just has a, a lot in common. So it's kind of a it's kind of a good match. So, but there's geography that comes into play here. I mean, you're up there in the Northeast Kingdom, in Newport, Vermont. And near Newport, Vermont, and then Shelburne Vineyards is down in the Champlain Valley. How did you get together? Well, uh, Ken
1: and Gail Albert, who started Shelburne Vineyard back in 1998, they're celebrating their 25th anniversary of founding Shelburne Vineyard this year, which is also super exciting. Um, I met them just when we were getting started in 2008, and in fact, um, we started with ice cider in the basement of a farmhouse up here in the Northeast Kingdom. And the only place where you could actually go and do a tasting of, of our ice cider and buy some was in their tasting room, because they very graciously offered to to carry it and, and taste it there. Um, you know, apart from driving all the way up to the Northeast Kingdom to our kitchen, which was our tasting room for the first six years, that was really the place where you could get it. Wow. Um, so we've had a long relationship um, and just you know we're we're early members of the Vermont Grape and Wine Council, and um you know' been at events together at the Cheesemakers Festival and so forth over the years and just always shared a sense of you know wanting to create um wonderful you know high quality really delicious tasting alcoholic beverages from Vermont grown fruit, um, and build a sustainable company with great people.
0: Well, there you go. Um,
1: so you know, shared, shared values and shared direction.
0: So exciting. Now it turns out that you and I have, uh, actually encountered each other and this wonderful cider before. And, uh, you brought me back to the Boston wine expo where we used to hang out every year. And, uh, I remember the tasting and there were some ice ciders and this was when ice wine and ice ciders were really coming into their own and uh, you were one of the ones that we tasted and uh, it was very exciting uh, thinking about the how the the terroir which is so important in wine also makes a difference in cider and hey, the fact of the matter is it's it's cold in the kingdom. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's right. <laughs> yes, that's right. Um, right, the, the you know, ice cider is something that was developed in southern Quebec in the late 90s as they saw the success of ice wines in Ontario. And um, my husband's French-Canadian. We were in Montreal uh, in, over Christmas in 2006, and we tasted it. And we looked at each other and said, why is nobody really focused on this in Vermont? um you know if you talk about terroir for ice cider we have the best cuz not only do we have really cold weather but we have fabulous apples and apple varieties in you know much greater number than they do um in southern quebec so i went down to scott farm um outside of brattleboro in vermont and they grow almost 120 different varieties of apples and sat down and said I think I'd like to make some ice cider in my basement. What might be some interesting apples to try? And just started learning all about these historic heirloom varieties and their characteristics and, um, you know, came up with a blend for ice cider that uh, has been our flagship ever since.
0: Oh no, kidding! So I, I wasn't aware, or at least I had forgotten, which is probably the case, that uh, there is heritage involved here, and there's heirloom in the uh, in the DNA of all of this. Can tell us a little bit about those apples that are going into this ice cider? Yes.
1: Yeah, so you know, the the European invaders brought apple seeds and and budwood with them from Europe, sure. um, and along, along with honeybees. Um, And apples are extremely um, genetically uh, – they have a lot of chromosomes. They have more chromosomes than people, actually, and they're very adaptable. And they really took to the landscape, particularly in the Northeast. Um, And there was an explosion because people were planting seeds, and seeds are not true to the um, fruit that they're from because they're cross-pollinators, so if you plant a Macintosh seed, you don't get a Macintosh apple. Um, and so there was this explosion of genetic diversity, and, and every seed is a unique variety, and a bunch of them would grow, and people would decide, oh, this one's good for this purpose, I'm going to keep cloning it and propagating it. And one of the, the first named American varieties of apple is the Roxbury russet from Roxbury Um, which was, you know, people got excited about it when they first discovered it in, um, like, 1640s, Um, and it's been propagated ever since, Um, and, you know, there are probably 20 acres of it in existence, and if those go away, they're gone forever from the face of the earth, and it's this fascinating apple because it looks like a little brown potato, and you think, why would anybody care about that? But, um, it has the feature of really great sweetness to it, much higher than a typical grocery store apple. And when you pull it off the tree in October or fall off the tree and you put it in your root cellar, um, you could go down in your root cellar in January or February and it would get sweeter off the tree. And to, in those days when sugar was not available readily and so forth, you know, to, to have something f- fruity and sweet that you could, in the dead of winter was just super amazing
0: yes um, and
1: that's why that that apple has persisted and that's a, a good portion of our blend every year
0: I love the knowledge it, the knowledge is amazing I could sit and listen to you uh, just go on and on and on about all of this and it is just so interesting and I can see how it's not too much of a leap to grape growing particularly in an area of the world like Vermont that would not on the surface and at first glance lend itself to the growing of grapes, which takes a long season and uh, much more temperate weather, at least for some of the grapes. So, just like you discovered these varieties of apples that would would stand up and be hardy, the grape growers uh, found that there were some some varieties and some, some species of grapes, like the Marquette, that could be developed that would withstand uh, that could grow in a short season and become a much more uh, a very interesting wine does it have exactly the same characteristics as a cabernet or a chardonnay certainly not but you know what nothing else in vermont is the same as it is anywhere else <laughs> but remember everything tastes better yes. in vermont
1: of course <laughs> Um, because that's made with the love of the the hands that take care of the fruit and the the people, yes, absolutely. And, and, you know, Ken Albert at Shelburne was one of the very first to plant some of the newer Minnesota hybrids like the Marquette um, uh, here, and um, uh, Shelburne is now the largest grape grower in the state of Vermont um, and has the largest Marquette planting, um, which is a combination of you know, these these hybrids, they're a combination of um, native uh, vines that are cold hardy, um, cross pollinated with vinifera. Um, in the case of Marquette, one of its parents or grandparents is Pinot Noir, um, so from Europe. Um, and the Marquette is just, it's everything you want in a wonderful dry red wine. It's got tin and it's got great fruit character. It's ripe enough, but it has that nice acidity to it. It just makes it great with food. Um, and if you haven't ever tried a, you know, a wine made from Marquette, it's definitely worth doing.
0: It is. It is delicious. It. Is uh, it will remind you a bit of Cabernet Franc, which uh, there is a lot talking about. Vinifera, the the New England winemaking, in places like Rhode Island and Aquidneck Island, and places like that, uh, found that Cabernet Franc would stand up. And there were some winemakers like uh, uh, Court Wilson who started, who were very much into vinifera and planted Cabernet Franc and found that it did very well. The Marquette I find has a little more body, but drinks again mm. like a a Cabernet. It is lighter in body. It'll actually take a chill, and it is, uh, as you point out, it is amazing with food. We did uh, wonderful tasting with Chef Donna Seibert at the Waybury Inn with some Marquette, as well as the other flagship of Shelburne Vineyard, the Iapetus. Yes, and I don't remember yes. which Iapetus it was
1: <laughs> because there's more than one. Uh, probably sub, probably Subduction, if you were, if it was a Marquette. Yeah, um, the the you know the I, Iapetus brand is the line of, of wines being made by Ethan Joseph, who's the head winemaker at Shelburne Vineyard. And he introduced these wines um, a number of years ago. And they're really his, his project um, and made, you know, without addition of commercial yeast and without filtration and, um, but still with incredible attention to detail and the quality of the fruit. Um, and they're just beautiful and they're really gaining an audience. Not only here in Vermont, but but beyond Vermont, as sort of the natural wine movement grows um, uh, across the country, and one of the things that we're excited about doing, in addition to um, you know spreading the word about these ciders and wines, is also um, doing some co-fermentations. We actually did one with um, Eden, did one with Shelburne Vineyard back in um, the harvest of 2019, which was 50 percent white grape. Um, it was Itasca and Louise Swenson, and fifty percent um, russet varieties um, really? on the apple side, and uh, it was a pet nat style. It was just beautifully fizzy and brightly, you know, bright acidity and just delicious and great with um, everything. You it was kind of I used to call it like a spark. It's the equivalent of a natural sparkling Grüner liner.
0: Oh how nice I, I was going to be a little uh, I was going to be a little a little more common if I might uh, Eleanor and say it, it sounds like Boone's farm grew up oh I don't think this has any roots in Boone's farm whatsoever <laughs> not at all only but when I, I'm sure I'm not the only one thinking oh apple wine yeah remember those days but this is uh, much more refined and elevated and grown up.
1: Yeah, and and you know, is is all about pure fruit and no additives, yes, and no added sugar, and no junk. You know,
0: yeah. yeah. Uh, but so exciting! This is uh, really going to be a wonderful thing to watch and to taste along with. As uh, I mean. Simply put, Shelburne Vineyards wines, Iapetus wines are going to be available at Eden Specialty Ciders and Eden Specialty Ciders are going to be available at the Shelburne Vineyard uh, Tasting Room uh, right there on Route 7 where the grapes are growing. Uh, and uh, But there's much more to it than that, of course, as you pointed out, Eleanor.
1: Well, um, the, the other great thing about this combination is it's really all about the growth opportunities because we're up in the Northeast Kingdom. There are not many people here. Our tasting room gets very little track. Um, and so our growth has really been through distribution and um, e-commerce. Um, we have distribution for our ice ciders, our dry bottled ciders, and now we have some um, wine-style canned ciders. And we send those to almost 20 states in the District of Columbia. Um, and... You know, is that fabulous, as you said, fabulous tasting room and hasn't needed to invest so much in distribution. And so we're going to be able to offer the ciders in Shelburne, which will be an opportunity for people in the Burlington area to really experience Eden without having to drive all the way up to Northeast Kingdom. And we're going to be already starting to offer um, the Iapetus wines and Shelburne wines on our website to our e-commerce customers and then through our distribution network. So there's, there's lots of great opportunities and the team's super excited and nobody, you know, there are no two people fighting for the same job. Everybody's, you know, employed and, and just has bigger scope. So oh, that's great.
0: great. It It is just all positive, and it's so exciting. So we can't wish you anything but success. Fantastic. Thank you for sharing a bit of it with us. How can we find out more about Eden Specialty Ciders and Shelburne Vineyards in Iapetus now all together? Yes.
1: Um, well, the Edeners website, com has information about all three now.
0: So that's a great place to start. Excellent. And uh, you can find... Everything, everywhere, all at once, to coin a phrase.
1: All Uh, at once. (laughs) At uh,
0: at the Shelburne Vineyards Tasting Room, as you point out, that lovely tasting room in Shelburne. And then up there in the kingdom at Eden Specialty Ciders as well. Uh, Wonderful. Well, we'll get to see you soon in both places, we hope. Uh, And thanks very, very much for being with us. And congratulations.
1: Thank you, Bruce. And thanks so much for having me. And um, I hope we stay in touch.